Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Nunchuck skills, bow hunting skills... Girls only want boyfriends who have great skills. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. Somehow I got picked to be on the sweaty back episode. I love working class bullhunter podcast. It's really, really not that good. Episode number 48 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, the only podcast that you should be listening to, we hope. Right here from uh, 1600 Bucks Slayer Place uh, in Sherard, Illinois. We are live in person, but you know, you're hearing this from a later time in the Bucketorium. And uh, yeah, it's uh, kind of. Couple of the guys. It's here. a weird feeling right now in the room. Is, yeah, they're, they're it's fresh. Like it's like it's new again. Some yeah. people are fresh off the ATA. We have not done an episode uh, with all of us here for a while. Um, I was deer season closed last week, and Illinois is closing this week. So it is 3D uh, archery shed hunting time. This is Kurt, by the way, on the show. Um, oh, this is Steve. You know, if you didn't know that, and Eric Logan. Um, We're all here. Kurt and Eric, and I'm speaking in third person right now, were at the <laughs> archery trade show um, last that's week. That's why we skipped out on an episode. Yeah, that's why we, we were gone, and it didn't work out. We left late. Long story. We'll get into all the meat and taters of that. Um, so this is a ATA recap episode. We're going to talk about what it was like to be at the ATA, who we talked to, Our the products we played everything. with, the whole experience, get down. Um, first of all, for our sponsors. Um, who you met. Oh, yeah. In person, yeah. Carl, Carl uh, Clearshot Archery, um, great, great dudes, um, great people, great awesome products, product. Um, yeah. He had a nice, humble um, booth at the ATA, but, I mean. It was fun. Yeah, he had it, a fun booth. It was effective. Uh, we hung out there quite a bit. And Looks like almost everybody stopped by that booth. Yeah, I think it was a, as as far as, like, the smaller booths are con- uh, concerned, it was one of the most. I'm telling you, man, he is killing at. it. Yeah, dude, he, he is makes killing a good it. That new signature peep is yeah, the you, bee's knees, man. He's got that new recurve peep. Is that the same thing? It, no, the signature series. The I can't remember the kid's name but, now. But oh, yeah. Off, the yeah. screwing peep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. So he's got some good stuff. Uh, check that out, clearshotarchery.com. Um, and then also, I'll let Steve take this one away because he's the best at sponsorship plugs. Smith's. Yeah, uh, Smith's uh, Custom Deer Processing right there in Viola. Our, uh, our good buddy, Scott. Uh, his busiest time of the year is... Right yeah, now. he's still pretty busy. Still yeah, busy. I, it's it's now January twelfth is when we're recording this, and um, 
God, what did he tell us? I think he said he's, March. He, he's going to be cutting yeah. deer till mid-March. Because he said he wasn't going to be at our party because he's like, I'm going to be processing deer till March. Yeah. Um, we'll have uh, Lord. We'll have the think, link to them guys in our uh, in the description of the episode, so check that out. I think he's going to be – maybe not so much. It's on his website. I forgot to ask him about it, but – um, you know, some kind of specialty meat. So I don't know. That'd be kind of cool if he could get some gator. I don't know. I don't know. You know, cause, everything uh, they process is tastes amazing. Like chicken. It's amazing. Um, really, that's all we're gonna get to. Let's cut yeah. right into the ATA stuff. Um, first of all, ATA is the Archery Trade Show Association. Archery Trade Association. I don't even know, but they do a archery trade show, and every year it's like the first week of January. Um, if you're in, most people are aware, completely aware of what it is. It's all the best, biggest companies, the celebrities, all the shows. Everyone's there. Everyone in the archery world is at the archery trade show. Well, not everybody. Most people are. Um, <laughs> this were. year it was in Louisville, or if you're from Louisville, Louisville. Louisville. Someone called Kurt out for that. I was like, Louisville, whatever, all right? Everyone <laughs> says Louisville. Yeah, no, I don't swing a Louisville slugger. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the ATA is cool. Um Eric was actually there the first day, and I was at home wishing I was there. Yeah. How was the first day? It was awesome. Just walking around, meeting people that we've had on the show, and getting to know them personally instead of just through a microphone. Yeah, and Eric cool. was the only one down there from po- the podcast, and uh, we all hated him for it. He sent us some pictures. Um, who who do you have to shout out from ATA? Uh, we got a couple shout outs. Um, Jake, people we talked yeah, to and gave us some advice. I mean, and old people from the show, new people we met. Um, Jake Miller from Oton Outdoors. Yeah, big we, shout out to him. We Thank met you out for with everything. Him, yep. Um, Dylan Lenz from Breaking Point Outdoors. We met them. They're out of Wisconsin. Got to see their preview. I'm sorry, of their where show. are they from? Out of Wisconsin. 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 <laughs> yeah. I guess Got to so. see the preview of his show. It looks killer, man. They're gonna kill it too. Well, there's um, a lot of killing, I'd hope, with a hunting show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what you need. That's the <laughs> main, main ingredient. I, I'd recipe. hope. Um, um, J.C. Hall from Pine Creek Productions. He does a lot of productions, filming, all that stuff. Good dude. Andrew Houston from Timber Ghost TV. Great and dude. Great dude. He's helped us out a lot. Just I met him the first night. and then yeah, He gave us some good advice. and yeah, A lot of do- stuff we need to do for... This podcast, so. yeah, we'll gotta we'll talk about that later on. But yeah, he was great, great group of guys. Um, also, big shout out Justin Czar from uh, bowhunting.com. dot yeah. uh, One of the coolest guys you will meet. Uh, we took a super super duper special picture for uh, Kaleberg. <laughs> um, all three of us, you know, <laughs> flashed the middle finger for a picture for Kaleberg. So, and it was his idea, which it made me even his more idea. Excited. Like, we got a fanboy of yours. And he's like. Let's flip this guy off. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> I saw that, and like, I didn't know who it was at first. I like, I just kind of looked. I go, uh, you know, like, I I saw that text. And I was in the middle of doing something. Oh, it's someone they met, and I look for a minute, and I go, oh, I know who that is. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty funny. He was cool. He was actually he's like, hey, dude, what's up? Like, he like kind of recognized us, I guess. So it was pretty cool. Um, Did he ask about me? No, but uh, we met um, oh. Jay Scott with Big Buck Registry. Yep. Great guy. We talked Great to him for a while. Um, Oh, you can check them out. It's the Outdoor Podcast Network, right? It's got a group. Yes, group. they got they got well, every. Did, did they ask about me? We will be. I'm getting to this. We will be on hopefully next year. The Outdoor yeah, Podcast Next Network is what we're talking about doing. Yep. Um, we got to meet some of the characters from his show and Dusty. Is that what they call the guy? Dusty. Dusty. This is, guy is a spitting <laughs> image of Steve. I mean, it's crazy. Like I can't. Hey, I hope if we can all make it to ATA next year, we can collab and do like a combination podcast. You two might not get along because you're so much alike. It might. Yeah, it might clash. You guys might try and say awful jokes at the same time and stuff, and then it just won't work. <laughs> well, hey, you know, somebody. I mean, we were it. laughing the whole time he was around, so it was a good time. Um, yeah. Let's get into a you couple guys, uh, things. Stop laughing at my jokes, so we must be at the end of the relationship. What are you gonna do? <laughs> and what we met a lot of. <laughs> we met a lot of the big time people too. Uh, oh. bone, the Bone Collector Boys. You met Shocky, Eva, Eva and Jim. And Jim. Um, Eva was Levi Morgan koozie. It looked like. Yep, I gave her one. She uh, was rocking it. Got Levi Morgan to sign a koozie. Um, yeah. Hopefully, he'll be on the podcast soon. Um, so, what happened? Eric was there the first day. Eric calls me at like eight o'clock at night yeah, on the first like, day of ATA. I was like, Kurt, you got to come down. I found you a ticket. Come on down. He's like, Oh man, should I? Should I? Should I? I'm like, Just do it. He's like, All right, I'll call you back. So I leave it. I leave for Louisville at like. Was it like nine thirty? Yeah, it was o'clock. late. I remember getting a phone call from you. Like, Hey, guess what I'm doing? What? 
doing it. I'm driving down to ATA. What? Yeah, I got there about 3 in the morning, and then I basically just stayed awake, and I was at ATA all day talking to people, pretty much delusional, um, <laughs> with no sleep. And uh, so, How many Red Bulls did you go through? Um, I didn't, actually. I drank, I drank a double shot of Advocare Spark on the way down, and the next day I drank a monster. I slammed mm-hmm. a monster a about... Um, um, a monster. Yeah. A monster. About a monster. Th- about uh, at lunchtime, slammed it, and that kind of got me awake. And they then, gave you a little rush there because, like, it, you're like, uh, dude, you just like, woo! And we're like, <laughs> I'm like, what the heck yeah. happened? I <laughs> slammed it. I'm like, I need energy now. Bam. And uh, yeah, we made it through just fine. There was some Red Bull vodka that night that kept me kept me up and moving. So, yeah, it uh, kept yeah. you just about the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but, all right, well, let's, let's talk about one of the, not the first bow we shot, but we'll just run down the line here. So, well, this guys, is... I had a cool experience. You guys didn't ask me about that. Well, I don't care. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. That's at the end of the story. Oh, we're, you do want to get to that. We're okay. going to do it in a timeline. Um, one of the bows we shot, it wasn't. this isn't in order, but this is just how we planned it out to talk about on the show. Um, APA Archery. Um, the you know, Acolyte Protection Agency? Um, no, that would be... <laughs> <laughs> Logan gets it. <laughs> That's um, the wrestling reference. APAarchery.com. <laughs> um, if you're not familiar with this, w- what this bow is, look them up. It's an, I never heard of them before. Oh, you never did? ATA, no. Um, yeah, it's basically... Uh, it's basically a do-everything bow. I mean, they got... It's a bow that's more designed to be a tool than it is, like... A, a weapon? device? It, no, that sounds weird, too, though. It's, what it's, it's they, weird. So what is it? They, they got the... Because yeah, I was looking at it. Did they get okay, the... Here's, what did we shoot? Did we shoot the King Cobra, Eric? We shot the um, King Cobra and the Mamba Air. No, I thought that was short the, uh, Did you guys shoot the Farouk or Bradshaw? <laughs> okay, here's the King Cobra TF. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. That's a wrestling term. <laughs> um, so, okay, here's here's kind of... Uh, go ahead, Kurt. Well, here's what... Okay, um, this is the APA Archery King Cobra TF. That's one we shot. For everybody who is uh, listening, uh, we're actually looking at this bow, so go ahead and pull it up so, so see what we're talking about. Yeah, this is this is going to be like a visual thing, so you guys need to like check it out. This bow's weird. It's got like a hook at the top of the riser. Okay, this is here's the options. It's got a carrying handle. An ape, uh, riser fang to hang it on stuff. Which is like, it's a hook built into the riser. Yes. So you hang it by the riser. Oh, you know what? With the it's angle a- that it's at, that makes sense so why it wouldn't fall off a tree. Because you got... Yeah, if you, if you hang that, that bow's going to want to kind of sit in it. Yeah. But, so- um, and then they have a cam lock, which you can change your strings. So, what? yeah, what you do is when the, the bow's down, it's not a draw. You pull, a, like, a pin out and you... Put tension on the cable. Right. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of holes in the cam, and there's a little pin, and you take a little pressure on your feet, and you stick this cam in there, which relieves the pressure from the cams. Yeah, so you can like work on your bow and stuff in the field. So you can like yes. tie a new peep in without a bow press. And down here, they're like, it's a Canadian company, and you can <laughs> see see the pin right above the like where the stabilizer connects. Yeah, no, I yeah. noticed that. And then yep. there's a little that's a broadhead tightener. There's a yeah broadhead tightener that's in the shape of the Canadian. Um, maple leaf, maple leaf. Yeah. and then there's Scott a, Clark with an E is going to be super sad that you didn't know what that is. I was getting around to it. I was going to call it an oak leaf, but I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter either way. And then it's got a built-in broadhead knife sharpener. My yep. opinion on it and okay. a knock wrench. We shot this there's bow. And this bow mount. is the King Cobra TF IBO up to three seventy plus feet per <laughs> second, which is crazy. A brace height of five inches, which is super extreme for a three hundred seventy plus feet per second bow. Um, it's 34 and 1 16th axle to axle, 75% let off, um, physical weight, four pounds, draw weights, 50, 60, 70, and 80, draw lengths, 24 to 30. Um, give them the rundown here. <laughs> Look this... how they spell colors. What? It's a, oh. yeah, it's a, it's a British, that's a Canadian thing. So uh, the E's and the R's. I'll give you some of my thought. Feel the bow. Not heavy, about average. Four pounds, four point two pounds. That's about average. It felt good in your hand. I mean, just holding it, the grip, and everything felt good. The handle that it has, it has a carrying handle built in. It'd be like on a Hoyt where it has the bridged riser. It'd be that, but that's the handle on this. That's the handle, yes. So, but this thing's coated. You know how some rifles have like that rubberized Duracoty oh, yeah. feel. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. what this yeah. whole riser feels like. Really, I yeah. personally am a big fan of that. That it feels good. You don't have to worry about when you hang it by the hook on the riser about tearing the. The finish off, or even yeah. just pulling your bow up, you know, from the tree or anything. You're, 
You know it's protected. Yeah, you're not going to nick it up. I had to ask them about the durability of that finish on a bow. They said it's great. Um, I That was my favorite thing about that bow. That, Does that add a whole lot of weight to it, or is it just kind of so? I, I wouldn't think, think so. so. I mean, it's probably a little pounds. bit more than the other coatings, but not much. It only weighs four pounds, hmm. so it's about average. That all right, I'll tell you right now, I'll be honest with you, this bow look can look cool. It all depends on your taste. For most people, I personally don't care for it. I did not like the shootability of this bow. Yeah, be the best, the thing I like best about this bow was the finish. That was my favorite thing of the whole bow. I can agree with um, that. But you got to keep in mind, I look at this bow as more as a tool to kill stuff rather than like a hunting tool. Rather than oh, this bow feels really good. I enjoy shooting this bow in my yard for fun. Yeah, yeah. Like they, this, I, I, I could shoot this bow. I just couldn't shoot it over and over and over again. I, I it's, guess the nice rough. thing about that is that bow is if you do have it. And your goat, you shoot a deer with it, or any type of animal, and your knife happens to be dull. You got a knife sharpener right on. Yeah, yeah. If you don't have it with you, I mean, it seems. I guess there's some good points. I don't know. I didn't shoot it. I've never been like, man. I wish I had a a knife sharpener on the riser of my bow. Yeah, that's a little. But when was the last time you wanted to go backpacking? That's right. You could backpack this bow for sure. You know, you get to. I mean, that's going to free up. This is a That's hunting bow only. Yeah. Yes. No, yes. yeah, you're not. There's a this lot is, of good ideas in there. This is a backcountry hunting bow only. That's my opinion. Yeah. My opinion is not right, it, but that's I, my opinion. I'm with you on that just because of the, you know, like the, the hanger dura- that, that it's got, the durability. Because, you know, you'll be in the, if you're hunting mountains or whatever. Yeah. You know, you're, you're not mountains. going to take whatever. You're, They're always there. You're not going to take a bow hanger <laughs> with you. you. Yeah, you won't. You don't want to take a knife sharpener with you, which you you take that stuff just in case, I guess. Mm-hmm. But that has it built in. So the other bow we shot by APA Archer is the Mamba Air, and this is a twenty-eight and a half axle to axle bow. It's really short, um, weighs three point four pounds. It's light, um, up to three hundred and forty feet per second. This bow is tiny and it's fast, and it's super. Fa- it seemed like that arrow was zinging out of there. It seemed like a toy when you held it. It looked like a kid's bow that was powerful so you can imagine a bow that small and light with that kind of power it's cool but i wouldn't be like man this is so fun to shoot the shooters the shootability is not there of this bow i didn't think for colors can you get uh can you get yellow and purple matte black buckskin g1 camo snakeskin stealth I don't know what you're talking about either. Pink G1. It's a Kobe reference. Blue fade, lime fade, pink fade. So <laughs> I, that's what I think. Would I recommend it? Yeah, sure. Check it out. I don't know. Good I, You know, it, I, I think it's a super it, cool and idea. I heard, I the price to people, looks average. I talked to people about it, and yeah. it was it went both ways. They loved it, or they didn't care for it. I'm going to put this. It's one way or the other. It's not. There's not right, a middle. Right. There wasn't anyone let's, to say Let's tally it. this up. There's going to be a Kurt Bow rating for this episode. You guys are going to have one, too. One to ten Kurt Bow rating. Both of these bows fall at a 5.4. Five 5.4. I give them kind of cool. Yeah, they're fast. They're powerful. I didn't have a great time shooting them. On to the next one. We're going to talk a little bit about Darton Archery. Personally, I like the Darton. Um, great bow. I don't remember. I got the picture of the one I was shooting. and We shot the... It was, it was a DS3800. That's what it was? Yep, that's what it was. Um longer no no 33 um i'm not it just looks it. long yeah it looks long 33 axle to axle about 4.1 pounds good bow nothing too crazy to say about it either way i would say average i give this this is a almost this is a seven on the one uh, the one to ten kurt bow rating i guess i get yeah. well, what um, if you uh, you know <clears throat> good finish good feel good back wall because i, I didn't shoot any of these because you know i wasn't invited okay okay <laughs> <laughs> uh we we had our chances to go down uh what if you were to take these bows you know in the other ones you talk about but think about them with your accessories on there with my i, I shoot heavier stuff is that what you're saying? Yeah. So if, no, if you were gonna set this bow up with like whatever accessories you want, then what do you think you give it, or do you just? I'm giving like strictly on how this bow felt All to right. me, what I got out of it, what I liked about it, the finish, the shootability, to have the back wall, the the whole draw cycle to how it felt on the shot. That's what I'm it, rating these off of. Is that one kind of like um, obsession? Because that's what it kind of looks like to me from no, here. No, it, I don't I, know. I didn't think In so. a way, kind of. 
this thing, I don't know. It didn't really like say like, oh, this was really good about it or this was really bad. This, this is kind of just meh. I don't know. Good bows though. Good bows. I would like to shoot more of them. I'll say that. And because we may we maybe put what probably five arrows through each one, maybe yeah, and four or five. That's that's like a a quick look at these bows is all that really is. Because there's so many people want to shoot them, you just get in there, yeah, and then you're out. Yeah. So that's a dart and archery. They got a good lineup of bows. Um, this one, the DS thirty eight hundred, is three forty five to three fifty feet per second. So still pretty quick. Um, six inch brace height. This bow, it was more fun to shoot than that first APA because the first APA had a five inch brace height and yeah, was really it was fast. Rough. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was very rough. Um, we also, we, we you know, we shot the new Hoyts already. We went to some of the bows that most people wouldn't shoot. You know, sure. everyone goes in, they shoot their Hoyt, their Matthews, their Elite. Well, and a lot of these bows too that we shot. They don't carry them around here. We don't have the option to go to a bow shop around us and shoot them. Oh, that so. reminds me. Yeah, I wanted you. I, man, I didn't even think about it because uh, I've been wanting to shoot uh, shoot a new breed archery, the new breed blade. Yeah, we didn't get around to them. Did you? Were they down, down oh, there? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, here's the Ben Pearson bows. Um, I really like these. I did, too. I give They these. had a great – I mean, just that grip they had was awesome. I remember that. Yeah, um – we shot the MX3, the Recon. We shot the Recon. We shot the Recon. Yep. And it was smooth. That was probably one of the smoothest bows. That did we shoot the X out too? No, we shot the X out too. Yep. <laughs> is, um, that the, is that their target bow? Um, it must be. Yeah, that's a cool looking. Uh, oh man, that's interesting. The riser's cool. They uh, this, this company has been around forever though. Dude, that I looks like you were running out of dough, but you had to make. Like six more Cheddar Bay biscuits. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, look at that. Like, look down. That dude. That looks like that. Like, you know when you you're you're trying to make a bunch of like you're cutting up cookies or dough or whatever. Oh, there is not a whole lot left on that. That's yeah. cool looking. It is neat. It was a good bow. Um, one of my favorite bows that they don't carry around our area. I, will, I shot the. I prime, will second this too. The prime uh, rival. Yep, the rival. This is the bow we shot, and that's the 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 bows with the two cams on the top, two cams on the bottom. Oh yeah, and like the cable dual. runs attached to the center of the, the center axle of. of the bow, so it's all centered. The tension. Because usually your cable is attached to one side of your cam, so when you're pulling, yeah. it wants to pull everything that way. Yeah, each side of and your. And their their new axles. design is it pulls it straight with everything. I really like this bow. It, it reminded me. And people are going to completely disagree. It reminded me of my elite synergy, and maybe that's why I'm. And like, then Ooh. remember the cable guide too. It was it it flexed. It yeah. wasn't stationary. So as you pulled, it would flex that to center. Yep. Yeah. This bow was good. I give this bow a nine on my radio really? list. Easily yes, a nine. So, um, this Absolutely. is uh, g5prime.com, and all the guys with these booths are great. They're showing us all the models and stuff like that. I will right, we'll run through here. Uh, Moxie. Was a brand supposedly the old this new Strother is Moxie that's what we're hearing, but I don't know how correct that is. It's all it. I could tell you the whole story, but we're not getting into that. Um, we were shooting the all the way at the top, the fierce. Oh, we, that's what we were shooting the yep, fierce. Fierce. Yep. I really like this bow. Why do all these bows was, have like, dude? They're all the all the designs are like flagship bows. He noted like it was just when you're scrolling through that website. Yeah, wow, that's, that's interesting. It's cool looking. Um. This is a 35-inch axle-to-axle with a 7-inch brace height. You can imagine that's a little more forgiving to shoot. Um, I loved it. I really liked it. They come with a lot, they come in a lot of cool colors. And moxiearchery.com. Yep. I know it's not the same as Strother, but it reminded me of a lot of shooting my Strother. Well, when you were like, did you try to let down on this one? And Oh, it was the same thing, yeah. Uh, we're running through these really quick, but there's only so much you can do. We're just telling you about it, you know, unless you go ahead and really shoot and these. And that's our opinion. You can yeah, this take is just, it or leave it. Check them out. Uh, if you're wanting something different, a bow brand that's different that not everyone has, but it's still awesome um, products, these are some bow companies. And all these out. bows we shot were awesome. I mean, they all had their pros and cons, but. What did, what did you give that one, Kurt, on your scale? So this one, um, oh, the that, one I have pulled up now, everyone here. Oh, the Fierce? Yeah, what, what would you give that? Probably an eight, just underneath the prime. Really, I'd say it's up there. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, everyone knows this brand, um, Obsession Bows, is making a huge noise in the whole archery world, um, and they have a, their new Exploded. flagship bows, the Defcon Six. 
Okay, let me put this in perspective for you. So IBO speed up to 350 feet per second, um, a 32 and a quarter axle to axle, a six inch brace height. Um, you can get obsession bows in almost any color. Um, they have a new anti-torque roller guard, which normally they just had um, the slider, the plastic slider. Yep. This bow That's kind of like being, the prime one, and it? it kind of flexes with it. Yep, and yep. Hoyt's got the same type of setup. Yep. For up to 360 feet per second with the 6-inch brace height, this yeah. thing shoots incredibly smooth. Really? This bow is awesome. If you're wanting a bow that... I was kind of upset I didn't go over there because I was shooting the Moxie when you were shooting the DEFCON. Oh, you never shot And I was going to switch with you, and then I never made it over there. Oh, man. This bow, if you're wanting a cool-looking bow almost in any camo pattern, any color combination, you want to get your limbs, your cams colored, and you want something fast and forgiving, this is the bow. Dude, I, I, I honestly it. think Obsession has the best-looking riser design. Yeah, yeah. dude. I've I always love thought the looks uh, of these Obsession things. was the best-looking bow that... Out of anybody. And they're I, killing I, it. I mean, they haven't been around that long either. No, not really. I've owned one. I owned a Sniper um, LT, which not not this riser design. They still make a Sniper. But this bow was great. I uh, This bow is going to be a 9 also with the G5 for really? me. Really? Yeah. So they're um, really stepping up. Obsession is... I, I'm going to make a prediction. I think in the next couple of years, it's going to be up there with like... The Hoyt, the Matthews, the elites of like the tournament archery I th- game. I think absolutely. The one criticism I will have is the obsession needs to change their logo. <laughs> That's I, the what they go to scroll down a little bit. I will completely this thing right here. Yeah, that. I will completely agree it with kinda you. Kind of looks like a terrible tattoo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> it, you can buy these actually <laughs> local here in the Quad Cities at B and B. Yep. Oh, I know B and B sells them now. Yeah. Um, yeah. That. They're good. I do agree that their logo looks like a bad, horrible, like early '90s mistake cool guy tattoo. Like <laughs> that's exactly that's, what it looks that, like. Yeah, the tribal, like a tribal thing that yeah. went all around it's your arm. Pretty awful. But the that, bow, ah, there's there's some cool Im- improvements they could do. But they got it down, man. They yeah, do that little down. logo is pretty cool. Um, so yeah, Obsession's making a big deal. They're they're killing it. We shot the new Elite recurves. Those are pretty cool. <laughs> But, I would do want one now. Yeah, talk talk about that because that's like still are they big, affordable? Big news. Here's the thing: I heard rumors like oh, people are saying, "Oh, they're like twelve hundred bucks." But enough, and I'm like, "Okay, we want massive guy. How much are these for a package? What's the retail?" And right now, they're doing like it's a package deal where you get like the bag and and the oh when you with the string off the limb. I can't remember. What I don't it. know. It has that the breakdown piece. thing. Oh yeah, and uh, there's a lot of options you can do. You can add sights, quivers, all that shit, and. uh Oops. And uh, <laughs> so, but that's why it's more expensive, I think, is right at first because they're coming in like a package deal. You know what I mean? So, what's the price on them then? I want it's over a thousand bucks. I guess that's not bad, bad, but I don't know if you want to shoot an elite recurve. Yeah, as, a, as opposed and, to bad, good. Yeah. I, you know, yeah, it's, if, if you want to shoot an elite recurve that bad, go buy it. It's one of those things. If you can man, afford it, yeah. you know. Yeah, I, I'm, super cool, I, super cool. They I are. think it's just kind of cool for what it is. But like my my big thing with with elite is obviously the shootability of them. It's you <laughs> I mean, can feel it. You can, it's it's elite and another company paired together though. How do they okay. shoot compared to your recurve that you have now? Oh, you can't compare. You can't compare. Are it. we on the elite? Yeah, yeah, the recurve. Yeah. So amazing compared to my like amazing. old school. Yeah, your old school one. My yeah, old granted, you know recurve, it's old school, but it's. It'd be like shooting. Easier, it'd be like shooting one of your old compounds compared to a new compound. Like, that's take, the, like taking like a 1990s compound to these days. Okay. That's that's what it feels thing. like. There's okay. like there's like no hand clank and there's no noise. So smooth. It's smooth. They're quiet. They're they're cool. So they what awesome. you're saying is, Kurt Geyer will have an elite recurve this year. I, no, no, I, uh, no, Hold no. on. Is Levi Morgan shooting it? Because that'll give you the answer. I, I right bet there. you they might have a <laughs> Levi Morgan. I will own one of those. I will own one of those. I will say not this year. I'll say in the next three years. I'm definitely going to own one. one. I, I for sure. One. I think it will be before three years. On the only way I'm going to own a recurve is they put if they put cams on it. <laughs> 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 no. Um, what what was the um, that tree stand step company you wanted to talk about? Oh, Odin Hunt. Odin Hunting? Yes. Is Odin. It, what, what, they have a website? Yeah. yeah. Pull yeah. it up. Yeah. What is it? Right here. Odin Hunting Products. Dot com? 
So you at home can follow along because we're looking Odin it up at the same time. Com. You know, I think so what I, this was is OdinHunting.com. Odin. Odin. So they have climbing sticks just like Lone Wolf and all those other ones, but they have removable steps on the sticks. So you can, oh, leave, you really? can leave the sticks in the tree but then take the steps out as you climb down. There you go. That's well, And then, then they also out. have screwing steps that you just screw a little bracket to. We have a video here. And then you can just pull the steps out so no one can get to your tree, but then you don't have to take the sticks down. You just take a little are, you just take a little step out. Are those steps blaze orange? I don't know I what those you, were. I don't know. We're watching the video. Odin hunting. Oh, the greatest idea anybody's ever thought of right there. When I, when I seen blaze this, I had sticks. to go talk to him because I'm like, this is a brilliant idea. Yeah, the steps, they're just plastic. They're light. They pull out. and They're not plastic. I made that mistake. They're, oh. uh, they're some... Fancy aluminum or something? No, they're not aluminum. They're like a plastic. Okay, like a so they're plastic. They're, they're, they're composite. Plastic. Okay, yeah, they're, so plastic. They're light so, like plastic. Hold on. <laughs> so, All right, so a big guy like me and Steve, we're not going to break them. No, um, no. I would hope not. <laughs> Unless it's a pretty girl's heart, I would break it. <laughs> <laughs> I would give these out of my, like, Kurt thinks the products at yeah, zero to, like, wow, that's really cool uh, as a 10. These are right up there 9.9 because... This I love like my lone wolf sticks and, the, and, and this stuff was like the that. smallest booth there probably, and it was the best idea. See that the bracket stays oh. with the tree, and, and it just like pops out. It just yep. yep. How easy is it to put that bracket in? It's easy, easy. That, easy. Uh, but you to pull that bracket it? back out, that that bracket that he puts in the screw, like, that, that screws it? into the tree, and then these steps come out of the bracket. So, so what do you do? It, do you take an impact out there and throw some lag <laughs> bolts into the tree? What's going on with that? I, I guess. Probably. Yeah, you have to have a screw gun or something. That, or a screw I guess driver. that comes in handy if you're hunting public ground. Absolutely. Yeah, you just pull your steps out when you get down. Yeah, and you, can leave your, you can leave your stand up there. But then you just take the composite steps with you. You don't yeah, have to take and then the you don't have down. To, you don't have yeah, to worry about somebody hunting. Yeah, you better hope someone else doesn't have that. I, I got to ask real quick our listeners, if, if we can just stop this for a sec. Are these product talking podcasts that we do, we do a few every, you know, here and there with the ones we did with Jordan. We talked about products and stuff. Are these boring because you can't see what we're talking about, or is it good? Because you can go and check it out later or while you're listening. It depends where well, you're we'll, at. We'll, we'll include these guys in the description. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, they have to love but it. But I think I, think I need to be. Loved. I think with these <laughs> guys, this is probably the one of the best ideas I've seen at ATA. Yeah, this is, and I'm sure they've been out for a while. We just haven't noticed them, but yeah. So it's oh, awesome. yeah, that dude does have an impact. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, it's just a great you know simple what, idea. I mean, I like if you that. set a stand early season, it's going to stay up. Why not? Yeah, yeah. And, but then they do have climbing sticks too, where you don't need that. Yeah, this guy's yeah. just put. See, here's a, here's the thing. I mean, you know, you can get by with if you're really worried about. You know, you love your lone wolf sticks. You can run those like halfway up a tree and then put your. Well, and that's what the guy was saying too. He's like, if you need more sticks, you don't know, just put your lone wolves up higher and then put these two run. It's like two a, runs like and on, you take them on out. billboards or water towers how they have half the ladder that comes down mm-hmm. so you yeah. got to bring your own, you know. Yeah. Did, did you guys happen to get the price on this just so people uh, know? It was or? like it was it's, like It's on their website. I looked it up. Is it? Let's see. It was uh go to store. It was like the same price you would expect to pay for like I think a, it was like 159 for the steps or the sticks. I don't know. I um, sixteen foot kit, a hundred bucks. Okay, but uh, it's not bad. But then, do you have to buy? Oh, the brackets come with it. Three piece yep. stick set, um, one hundred sixty bucks. Here's the problem I see with that that price. It's just like every other. Stick. Yeah, that's pretty comparable yeah. to lone wolf. Lone wolf sticks else. are expensive. Yeah, yeah I, but but you don't have the ease of being able to pull off the sticks right away. I maybe that's just it. Hey, dude, just it's just a strap. Overthinking it. It's just the strap. It's just like any those. other stick. No, yeah. no, no. I'm saying like no, the the the, the step things. Oh, the, the little brackets. Yeah, that's yeah. What, that's what yeah. I was talking oh. about. I'm sorry. No, the, no, that climbing stick's fine. I'm talking if you go up. Uh, it, it was like you know. Am I too far away from the mic? You're on the like all funky. You're on the side. Sorry. Um, <laughs> my back hurts. So OdinHunting.com. That's really it. That looks like a good idea to me. I don't use hang-ons. And I don't use climbing sticks, but if I did, I'd try them out. I, I it'd be worth it, you know, to try out at least sure. on one of your, you know, one of your setups for sure. Yeah, I, I think it's a great especially idea. if your lone wolf sticks are about that price. You know, I don't, I don't yeah. follow the hang on sticks too much, so I don't know what the price is. Yeah. I've only bought it once, and I bought it from Menards. So, I, 
I like them, man. It's a great idea. I think they should carry this this system like everywhere. It, it looks it's like it. a great idea. I like how you got to go in and screw the the you, one you don't section have to do in. that. You can do it with the the three foot sticks or whatever though oh, too. Yeah, but if you're using the you know, yeah. if all and you hunted was public ground and you wanted to leave your hang on up there, those pull off ones are perfect. And the sticks sure. too. Like if you want to change it's, a step to the other side, they have holes. Right next to each other, so you can take the step and put on the le- right or the left side. Oh, or you can just leave a note on your tree stand that says "Do not steal." Christ is watching. <laughs> <laughs> that might work. That might work. Um, what else? Um, we didn't really. We kind of walked around and just enjoyed ourselves and talked to people. Um, I do want to. I do want to shout out the Badlands that the hunt or the tree stand pack. Oh, I know yeah. it's not really. It's not. It's a new product, but it's not really new. Is that the thing that wraps around the tree and then folds down? No, no this is this like thing, it looks. I'll, I'll be buying one of these. That's why I got. That's why I got the fifty percent coupon at the Badlands. Uh oh. Better order that stuff at the same time. But anyway, so this is a normal pack. You can put whatever you want. It's kind of a smaller pack. <laughs> but the main, the main compartment, I guess, when you open it, it goes all the way from the bottom all the way around, and it unfolds, and you have. It's like a tree stand bucket. Yeah. You have um, a bunch of pockets there where you can put your range finder, your grunt call, and everything in. It was amazing. What was that thing called? The tree stand. Go what down. Go down. Go down. Tree stand. Right there. So we're on badlandspacks.com. Um, Dude, the thing with Badlands, like, I, I, I'm sure most of you guys have gotten your hands on them. These packs are honestly, like, you're, you're this too... is alien technology. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Dude, they give you this stuff, and it's like, dude, there's no way this is that cool. Well, that's like, uh, of the... you know, your guys' packs, Eric's and Kurt's packs that you guys got. Love and then, Badland stuff, And man. then you gave me that hip quiver for my birthday as a birthday present. Yep. What a nice guy. <laughs> and, I, you know, I used it last year with you. You know, you let me put some stuff in there and with those magnets and stuff on those Badland things. What kind of stuff? Or, Was it some cool stuff? Some uh, bush lattes or... <laughs> Oh, that's right. I forgot you guys figured out. Six pack of bit soda. <laughs> if the, yeah. I mean, whatever you want to put in there. Um, yeah, that's a good thing. How many times did you guys ask when you're like looking at these packs? Oh, how many beers can you fit in there? <laughs> well, <laughs> whenever I go to buy like a new golf bag, I'm like, all right, how much how much beer can I sneak past the? Uh, well, well the we, had, we had a good time at ATA. We after the after the the whole business end of it, and we checked out some products and stuff. We uh we met up with our buddies from the Bone Shed and went to uh. A Carbon Express party, and we oh, got Tim Kids got to experience what free food and open bar feels like with a bunch of good old hunting boys. We played. Um, we bowled. I want to say we were playing bowling. Yeah, we were playing bowling. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is, that the, is that the correct term for that? But you bowled. We, we played bowling. No, it it's it just you bowled. How'd you guys defense. bowl? Probably crappy. Oh, uh, not not that good. I threw a strike right off the bat, and it was all downhill from that. <laughs> Everyone was like, "Dang, you're hustling!" I'm like, "No, I'm lucky." Nope. All gutter bars, gutter balls. Next, pretty Kurt's much. Like, can you guys put the rails up for me, please? Yeah, put I the did rails up. We hung out in there. We got some uh, new guests, probably locked in. We got some some big names and some other big names that might Look be on. To that. We're not going to do any spoilers or anything. No spoilers yet. You guys will just wait. Do I know about see. these? Or are you guys trying to hold a secret from me? Um. Some of them, maybe? you know them, you know them a little. Okay, I'm just gotta lock in some. <laughs> we gotta confirm some dates. Um, well, basically, we had a good time. We watched a private, private Aaron Lewis little um, concert jam. Yeah, that was awesome, and hung out with uh, Chip City Spalding for the rest of the night. Um, from had a blast from uh, Arrow Affliction and Fear No Evil. He basically is a mastermind behind those great dudes. No, no complaints about anyone. I in, mean, uh, everyone at the AT. It don't matter who you talk to. They're great people. You're gonna have a good time. If you ha- ever have the chance to go, go. And then what? What Steve experience? We're we gonna talk about that. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. We Since we're kind of on the yep. that Dude, topic. it was uh, all right. I was having a crummy, crummy week. You know, everybody's out there having fun. I'm digging trenches, almost fall. I I got I got really close to falling off a roof. <laughs> like my legs dangled off the roof. <laughs> and to get up, it was like ice. I was like, all right, well, we got to get power back to these people's house. So. I'm just sitting there, and I know Kurt goes down there, and uh, you know I was like talking to him a little bit here and there, and I start I, I see him like calling me. It's like it's probably eight nine o'clock. Um, I was like, all right, cool. Hey, Kurt's here. You know, I'm just watching TV. So I I, I get up and I answer it. You know, thinking it's like, man, I can't wait to hear what he's got to tell me. So here's how I answer the phone. 
Get at me, player. What's happening? <laughs> What's up, boy? What's going on? Who are you talking to? And all of a sudden, on the other line, I just hear, "Yeah, hi, is this Steve?" Uh, yeah. Who's this? <laughs> hey, buddy, what's going on? This is the heartbreak kid, Sean Michaels. Did you have a heart attack? Uh, I was like, uh, and he goes, yeah, some guys just came up to me and handed me your phone, uh, and, uh, said, call you. I, I don't even know what their names are. And like, you could hardly hear, but I was like, and he did his laugh and I go, oh my God, this is actually Sean Michaels. <laughs> he's like, how you doing? I go, I, I literally said, uh, holy shit, dude. I have no idea what to say. I, this is, uh, incredible. Uh, I've watched you since I was a kid and, uh, now I'm not wearing a shirt talking to you. <laughs> you said that to him? Yeah. <laughs> I did. He starts laughing. He goes, well, hey, it's getting kind of loud. So I gotta, I gotta let you go. And he hung up and I was like. Yeah, that was starstruck. Ooh. That oh, was yeah. Tim's doing, man. That was yeah, Tim. That yeah, was all Tim. Shout out to Thank Tim, you, Tim. Kids, man. So you called me and you were like talking to me. We and, FaceTimed and, you. Oh remember? no, well Kurt calls me. Oh yeah. And then as soon as I hang up, Tim FaceTimes me, and then like I, I was like, I, I, like it was ringing for a while, and I had to go put a shirt on really quick. <laughs> <laughs> and like you guys could hardly hear me, and all of a sudden I see it's like Tim, Poppy, and you guys, and uh, we're just rubbing it in because we're oh, partying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kurt's like, I hate to rub it in, but look at this. Hey, look, here's Shawn Michael. And like, you like run up, oh, yeah. and you get like a foot away from him, and you're like at his head. And I was like, dude, hide my face. I don't want him to <laughs> <laughs> see who you actually are. Face. You got to remember, like, by the time we were talking to you on the phone, I don't know how many oh, Red Bull vodkas I had. No, I knew you like when you were talking to me, and then, uh, and then yeah, they're like, what is he doing? So I, everybody had their bone collector hat on, so I went and grabbed mine, and they're like. I bet, and like I, I, I think it was like Tim or you. No, it was you. You're like, I bet that fat M. Uh, it was an exploited deleted. <laughs> is wearing those, uh, those sweatpants, and I go, oh, hold on. And he, <laughs> it sure yeah, was wearing them. He was wearing the bone collector sweatpants. I'm wearing them right now. Yeah, it <laughs> they was, are comfy. Uh, that was like, yeah, dude, that was like a highlight. You know, and it was it was kind of bittersweet it's because I, I was like, all right, you know, my whole plan, like, if we got down, if we met Shawn Michaels, I want to be like, dude, I, I want you to call a very good friend of mine, like, and just talk to him. Like, I wanted to do what you guys did to me, to, to a buddy of mine, so I thought that was super cool. And then I get to work the next day, you know, on cloud nine, just like, man, this guy's had the time of life. I talked to Shawn Michaels. And I get to go work at a house that had fresh vomit where we needed to work in a <laughs> diaper with a, uh, a full diaper in a bag. So that's kind of interesting, but it was just. What makes it feel any better about the time you were at work, me and Eric would Chip City at a White Castle somewhere in downtown Louisville. Yeah, that's what I heard. Both our phones died, and we had to use a bum as a GPS device to get us back. <laughs> we did. We did that happen. Hey, you know, it's either that or Uber. Take your chances with Uber. <laughs> yeah. We didn't have a phone. We yeah. had pretty decent judgment. We didn't think that guy was going to kill us, so we thought we were good. Well, he said he was at first, but then he didn't end up killing us because we're here. But Yeah, so that was an experience. Good time. Yeah, it was uh, It was super funny. Uh you know, because I talked to talked to E-Rock first day, and I was like, hey, man, what's going on? Like, your phone had just, like, you had just put on the charger when I called. Yep. And uh, he told me that you had talked to Levi, and, like, you were going to, like, you got that koozie sign. You were going to give it to Kurt, because he's his number man one crush. biggest fan. Yeah, man yep. crush. Yep. <laughs> I didn't even get to meet Levi Morgan, though, really? by the way. Yeah. No, I didn't. No. I never saw him. But, yeah, no, that's just... You know, it, it next was, year it's it going to be in Indianapolis, it looked like. Yep. They got yep. the schedule up for, like, the next three years. Probably. Um, I mean, it's a big show, man. they got to plan that stuff out right away. It's, it, Dude, there's so much money spent there in advertising and promotional giveaway I mean, just, products. Just renting out that building, they got to be probably three years <sighs> out at least. Dude, it is crazy. How, uh... How many sparkle britches did you see? Oh, oh endless man. supply of sparkle <laughs> <laughs> Dude, everybody had their uh, square toe boots on. Yeah, oh, yeah. Boys In case you don't know alike. what sparkle britches are, they're the, the, the jeans with the sparkly stuff on the back. In um, the pockets. Pockets and stuff like that. And down the side, <laughs> little crosses, you know, the good stuff. And don't ever wear cowboy boots to an ATA show. It's the worst feeling on your feet, man. Oh, yeah. Your feet will feel like garbage. That's why you got to wear Ariats. Areas I had mine on. I had no, mine on. no, trust me. This guy, this Crocs, one guy walks up. Crocs. He's like, I'm like, I was like, yeah, man, my feet. Hey, hurt. did he's you like, see any Crocs? Oh yeah, yeah this oh, guy. Yeah. I'm telling you, this guy. He's <laughs> like, he's like, you gotta wear these things. They're awesome. He's got a pair of camel Crocs on. He's like, 
people give me shit for them all the time, but my feet don't hurt. I'm waterproof. <laughs> yeah. I don't <laughs> He's like, they're awesome. <laughs> like, I don't care. No, it was a good time. Um, that was basically our fun at the ATA show. Yeah, you um, guys got there's some cool stuff that you guys brought back. I keep looking up at that. Um, the victory arrow. The victory arrow, dude. Everybody has those. Our uh, our friends, um, Todd and Rhonda, who just uh, purchased local bullshit. Uh, bow shop. Local bullshit. Local, <laughs> local, local, local bow shop uh, around here, easy living in uh, Milan. They went down there and. Obviously, Todd and Rhonda had a blast. I didn't Todd see was them sick. Down there. Eric ran I, into him. Yeah, I said something. He to him. felt so bad because he was like he was super sick when he talked to. You. He goes, "I hope he didn't think I was just blowing him off, you know, because you know I'm so friendly." I go, hey, "Your face doesn't say you're friendly." But you know. <laughs> well, I seen him, so I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna." I never met him before, so I'm like, "Oh, you know, I'll introduce myself." I seen his. T- he had a sweatshirt on. Sure. So I'm like, "Oh, you know, I'll go say something to him," and yeah. Yeah, they uh, they had to go down there early. I had to set up uh, Rhonda's uh, tablet for her. You mean you were down yeah, there? I was setting that tablet up. Um, but yeah, no they they got that uh, they got that victory arrow too. Yeah, it's, um, it's it pretty a, cool. It says "We the People." It's got the yeah, it has constitution. Yeah, wrapped yeah. around it. Um, yeah, what else? Let's talk about. Um, we kind of I feel like we've been gone for so long. We kind of got to bring everyone up to speed what our plans are with the show. Kind of, even though we don't really have nothing crazy yet. We do. Have plans, but not like in the next couple episodes. Um, you know, hunting season's over pretty much. You're going to see us transition to talk about um, some coyote hunting. Some we're going to get back into our archery swing of things and we shoot for fun. We do our little um, working class bow hunter shoots. We have one planned in the spring at Logan's place, which is probably yep. going to be yep. the biggest one yet. We got um, a party yeah. this weekend. We have our one-year anniversary party this weekend. Um, sure, there'll be a lot of photos and stuff. Message us if you're local. And we'll give you further details. Um, yeah, we've we've done some cool stuff in between because it's been so long since we've done a podcast. I know we wanted to focus on ATA, but uh, uh, there was some new products that we got to got to see. Me and Kurt, um, it at Easy Living. I was uh, hanging out there and I was just walking by, and they got a synergy in the Kuyu uh, camo. Uh, I can't think of the Verde Kuyu Verde. Yeah, it's I think a cool is the name pattern. of it. Uh, now you want to talk about coolest camo like patterned on any bow. I haven't seen any of the Ridge Reaper in person yet. I wouldn't yet. say the coolest. So I'm going to hold judgment on that, but yeah, this Kuyu is definitely something that's uh I, I call them like dude, you got to get down here. You and check all the this thing all out. the um elites at the ATA like the their main display with every color they had there, I've never seen before. They had some cool stuff. Man. They have they like ca- they have colors? like carbon fiber limbs now, and it's wow. amazing how many so different they options they, they have now. So these will be on the 2016 bows. Uh, I'm guessing so. Yeah. man, you got to feel bad if like you bought a brand new 2016 bow, then all of a sudden they come <laughs> out the color that out, you yeah. want. Mark Riffey. Um, yeah, it, it's so, cool stuff. Um, yeah, I. Uh, I'm trying to think that moss yoke. Oh yeah, oh. Like Bottomlands isn't that what it's called? The Bottomlands. I, yeah. I don't know. It looks eighties. I'm obsessed with that camo. I've never wore Mossyog before in my life, but yeah, I could switch I want it, with that. I want a hoodie with that stuff on it. It's real cool, like retro <laughs> I, type. Sort of welcome stuff. to the good I, side, gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> As I just, I'm wearing a real tree hoodie. Yeah, I I seen that come out. Chris Brackett and Chip City were wearing that. I, I at like least, it, man. At least two months ago. Well, I, I don't know how I long it's been. I seen it come out. I it's, think it's taking it back to its roots, man. Yeah, that's like what it. they're doing. Hey, uh, it, and it's, it's awesome. versatile. And that Kuyu thing that kind of reminds me of '80s camo too. It kind—I I haven't seen it in more, person, yeah. but from your picture and all that, the video, and your video, it looks '80s. Remy yeah, Warren, I, I like that. Remy Warren, which was one of the guys we met at ATA. Um, I'm a big fan of Remy's. I, he was on Joe Rogan podcast, and he said one time, "The best camouflage is the camouflage that doesn't look like anything." And there's a lot of camo patterns. Like, oh, that looks like a stick or a leaf. This looks like this or out of sight, out of mind, man. Yeah, he's like the best camo. Something that doesn't look like anything. That's the best camo. Flannel shirts. Yeah, yeah. shirts, man. For real. Blue yeah. jeans. Yeah, you gotta understand. Like, you know, well, don't don't go try and wear like you know, duck hunting camo, like the the wetland or whatever what, that is. You know, what, I, what if it's your area though? I've done uh, it. But if you're up in an oak tree, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? What's that stuff? Um, that camo that we that sig in my sika sika sika. I love Sica. that stuff, man. I love that stuff. Also, we checked we checked out. Well, I did. Kurt wasn't there yet, but treason camo. 
We're killing it. Treason? I really like it. Yep. Um. So, like you're treasoning your company? I meant your treason. country. Treason? Like treason. that? Tree is in like like if T R E E Z Y N like if you're going oh, to check it like you know your your boss is the tree you know trees in. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about like um, we're we're gonna have some guests coming up. Um, let us know if there's someone in specific that you want to hear on the show. Something we should like a up and coming like production or an individual. Um, we're kind of open right now. Um, I kind of want to get back in the guests for a little bit, and then we'll sure. fade out um, again, and then we'll fade in, and we'll fade back out of we it. We have the best time of the year coming, I think, Shed Hunt, man. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Shed, shed Hunt's hunt coming up. is, like, my favorite. I, I almost some, like that more than hunting. I got some new I property know, to Shed Hunt. But enough, there was this guy uh, that I work with, and he's got some acreage, and, you know, he's got hunters out there, and uh, the first thing I said, hey, man, can I Shed Hunt? You know, because I'm like, I, I know I'm not going to find anything on my property, and he's like... He's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. He goes, but you're not morel hunting. He's like, that's that's me. <laughs> yeah, you know, for sure. <laughs> he basically still owns these 17 acres. Just I so seriously he can get love morels. shed hunting, man. I have a lot of shed hunting to do, also. Um, and then turkey hunting's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. It's yep. coming up faster than you think. Yeah, what sucks about Illinois, man, is you can't hunt them after one o'clock. It, and it sucks in Illinois. What you I talk, think Illinois is going to get out of it. Turkey but season. Oh. The lottery. Yeah, that lottery lottery garbage. After, I, after yeah. one o'clock. Yeah, yeah you yeah. can't hunt yeah, after one o'clock. Stop. So you yeah, you stop. go. What? Because uh-huh. the hens are on the nest apparently, and they don't want you disturbing them. Yeah. So That's it's garbage. dumb for me, guys who can't get take don't yeah. want to take their vacation in the spring. Want to save it for deer hunting? I, I got I get tags every year. This year I just said, nah, I'm not going to put in for it. I wish, but. That I don't know. That's the only thing I don't like about it is the lottery is still going on. And if they're not going to do the lottery, if they got away with their lottery in deer season, they need to get away with it during turkey season, too, is get how I feel. That, get rid of it? Yeah, get rid they of it. They still have it for... Well, sort of. You know, you for can firearm, still, for firearm. But before, until like, what, two years ago, three years ago? Yeah, but ago. you can buy over the counter if there's some left now. And turkeys, too? I don't know yet. I don't. I don't know about turkey. You know, yeah. Any, I tried to look it up. Iowa, and and you can buy anything over the counter. You just go. Hey, yeah, I need a turkey know, spring tag. I get what Illinois is trying to do with that. You know, they're, they're, the turkey population took a you know huge hit, and they're 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 trying to protect these birds. I get that one hundred percent, but you know, make it easier for people with private property. Like you know, Iowa's got it figured out. You know, how come I can't just go buy a tag? I I get it in a way, but uh, Iowa's awesome. As, you know, just especially saying, if saying. it was, especially if it was, a, if you're bow hunting with the turkey, yeah, I, I clearly, you know, you're not going to be with taking a turkey sh- or for or, a turkey. Well, you're, you're obviously no, no, because you want you want the turkey next to you. You got to get. <laughs> see, I, I'm going to start raising pet turkeys in my right? So what? Yeah, what I'm going to do is like I'm going to raise these turkeys. They're going to be like domestic, right? So you get them to call, right? And you give them like a little bit of kibbles and bits or whatever they eat. <laughs> So oh, so, the, so they so call, call for you. Oh, yeah, they call a, for you. Natural, yeah. The natural yeah, yeah. call. We better get. A, we need. We need to edit that out because I need to get on that idea. The I just seen. I'm two, not editing <laughs> anything out. <laughs> I see, we're gonna lose. You see Steve walking to the woods yeah. with a turkey, turkey. on a collar. Yeah, this, leash. Uh, what is that? <laughs> this is my pet turkey. You gotta get a little blaze orange vest for. <laughs> and then uh, I just seen today, or was it yesterday, that four cougars have been spotted in Illinois, and the DNR posted that out. The really? DNR confirmed. Oh, I almost hate to get back in that conversation of the mountain but, lion thing. I'm just saying it is confirmed by the Illinois DNR. They posted it out today or yesterday. Oh, I, there, was something on, uh, there was something around here. Did you see this? I actually drove on this road around the time the photo was taken uh, near uh, the Alcoa plant here in the Quad Cities. Oh, somebody, yeah, it. somebody thinks they saw a wolf. I was like, get out of here. And they started looking at it, and I go, my my first thought was, I look at it. If it was a wolf, eh, maybe wouldn't I, surprise me. I, but I didn't really look at it that close. I, it's not the photo. Is super coyote. grainy. It's a dog. It, yeah. I when I looked at that <laughs> today, though, I've seen a lot of people complaining about if there are cougars in Illinois, that why can't they take a sidearm with them when they go bow hunting? They're complaining about that. I want one to attack me, to be honest with you. That'd be a great story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be okay. a great. It would be a great uh, podcast as soon as we're like, ah. Now we have no place one. to do it. No computer. Yeah. Sam, Ma- maybe Sam. Yeah, you, you, your, your closest friend is going to have to marry Sam. You know, because you don't have a brother. So I'm not saying like it, I'm not saying it'd be cool if it killed me. Like it'd be cool <laughs> if it like, attacked me and I lived. 
No, you're not going to live. You're too itty bitty. Guaranteed you're going to live. Itty bitty. <laughs> Dude, have you seen my judo? I'd throw that thing on its neck. <laughs> Dude, that cat would pull out some I'd drunken have a, I'd monkey. Have a, I've had a mountain lion bathrobe one morning <laughs> <laughs> with the tail still on it. <laughs> I'm just thinking about what we can do with the tail. That thing's just going to be dragging all I'm just be away. a boss. I'd just wear it to Walmart. It's all dirty and everything. Just, dude, have, have the arm, have the legs be like be, covering your arms? It'd be yeah. great to wear out when you're uh, like when it's raining because yeah. you know, they can repel the yeah. rain. Dude, if someone came over and they're like, hey, Kurt, what's up? I'd be like, what's up, man? I just, uh, like, I have my mountain lion bathrobe you just you don't even question a person that's yeah. on that level you know do you still like, have the head attached yeah, like like oh, yeah. yeah, yeah the head for the hood the head's oh, like yeah. the boxing hood no except when he comes over in his full main lion raincoat yeah, it just one up to you his and sunday jacket it one up to you like no other <laughs> the cecil the lion it's raincoat cecil. cecil and then um uh, we got off topic we got off topic yeah oh, whatever uh, this is you know this is kind of a screw off well, episode. yeah we've been, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, like I was saying earlier, we did see some cool stuff. I, I want to bring this up because I can, and, you know, we're, no one's going to stop me. Uh, Are you going to bring it up or not? Yeah, I got, to, I got to shoot my new favorite release of all time. Yeah, let's talk about this ever. A, a bit. Uh, it's the True Ball, the HBX, uh, Real Wild Signature release. And dude, this thing, it, this I, I finally found a release. Is it caliper? Is it back tension? Is it thumb? Uh, what is it? <laughs> well, it, can you can you pull it up? What's I put I put a picture of it. It's True Ball HBX. Um, so the Honey Bear Claw or whatever. This thing is it, essentially it's back tension. HBX. HBX. There it is, right there. Um, so yeah, guys, get on your uh, computer phones. Oh, it's the real wild. It's huh? real wild signature, yeah. And dude, this thing is it's like a hybrid, and uh, it's it's kind of hard to explain. All right, so it's this claw, you know, it's a three finger claw. If you guys are familiar with this, we got a video going on here. <laughs> and uh, right about in the middle of it, I guess he went to the engineers and he said, "Look, I want." You're not even gonna be able to hear. Nah, that I don't think so. Yeah, with the uh, so with the, it's a back tension, but it ain't gonna go off unless. See where that crack is right in the middle from like, right by. Oh, there he is. That sounds a lot better. There's there's the the your um, pointer finger hole. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to explain, but essentially in the middle of the release when you see it, that's what splits apart, and there's a trigger in there that will release. The little hinge. So, you know, you, you can have a click or you can't. So you can take that out. And it, it ain't going to go off unless you're putting pressure on there. With your last three fingers. Yeah. So so it, it, it's essentially, it wouldn't be a, a, a. This is not podcast worthy. This is not. It, it's kind of hard to explain. If you just get online and look at it. It's my new favorite <laughs> release. I, just, I was shooting that thing. I like this product. Just get online. Look I at fell it. in love with it, man. It's it's, we'll it's post difficult this up to too. explain. This will be in the description of the episode. Um, that's really all we got when talking about what we did at the ATA. I mean, ATA was a great experience for my first time. Yeah, it was a blast. That was my third ATA, and it's always we fun, ran man. into Tim Sylvia too. Yeah, we hung out with Tim that. Sylvia. I filmed for Tim Sylvia this past week. Oh yeah, that was pretty cool for his show, uh, Hit Squad Outdoors. Um, Trying to think what else is new. I feel like we should we need to update the people, but uh, we don't really have <laughs> a formally new. a formally setup of update. But uh, we we got good stuff planned for 2016. It's going to be it's going to be huge, a bigger year, be huge. So we're hoping to double our audience what it already is and bring you cooler stuff and yeah. um, all that. Um, it's <laughs> so a slow you, process. So you better listen. We're drag we we drugged this out, and I said that a lot on this podcast. No, but you know, we. We had a lot to talk about when we did it in a short, short amount of time. time so. Yeah, this is a makeup episode uh, we missed last week. Um, on Thursday, we're going to have another episode with a freelance outdoor writer. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get him on, talk to him about that, um, some good stories, all that good stuff. And then we got uh, other people planned that you're just going to have to listen to every episode to find out who's coming on when. But we got some uh, some big things planned. So Some cool people coming on. Um, this weekend... The working class bow hunter one year celebration. We made it. If you guys want to show up 
message us. Uh, if you're from far away and you want to make that drive, we will absolutely accommodate you. No, we no. won't. No, that yeah. won't happen. Absolutely. You guys can all stay at Kurt's house. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. Okay. Um, you can stay at Kurt and Eric and Logan's house. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you yeah. know. Yeah, Steve, no one can sleep in your house. Yeah, no, no, nobody can fit in my house is the thing. <laughs> it is time to get motivated for shed hunting, coyote hunting, and 3D archery. Yeah, it's I'm, time. Be the best archer you can be. All right, that's all I have. Anybody else going to add What was anything? that? What was that? That was my motivation thing for the for your week. Shoot your bow. Why do you want to get them motivated? It's a Tuesday, and we're going to get them motivated again on Thursday? Thursday for the weekend, huh? I see where you're going yep. with that. Mm-mm-mm. Logan? Go shoot your bow. 